Hello and welcome to Superpowers with Tasha, the podcast that celebrates differences and the extraordinary power that lies within each of us. In a world that often focuses on limitations, this show shines a light on the unique and incredible abilities that each of us bring to the table. Turning what society may perceive as limitations into sources of strength. We hope to inspire you to embrace your own superpower, whatever that may be, and to recognize the amazing potential you have. I'm very, very excited to have this amazing guest with me today. My best friend, the most amazing queen, Ty, who is such an amazing, extraordinary, amazing person. And I see you as a superhero because you're such an amazing person to your community. And that's why I had to have you on here because I just adore you. Honestly, so. you're going to make me cry already. <laughs> <laughs> I just staring into your eyes. Honestly, I feel like we... You're literally everything that I see myself like I feel like we relate on so many things and like you actually finally doing this like we manifested we man- mm. manifested we manifested this for so long like I feel yeah. like you, we both work so hard especially with all the struggles but I don't see them as struggles I just see them as like little you know bumps up because like nothing that is thrown always really a struggle like I don't mm. see my identity as a struggle you don't see your identity as a struggle like yeah and I feel like that's what I really strive in like what I want to be because even when I was younger I've always wanted to be like yeah I want to be like an icon I just want to be known for me and like thinking about it I feel like I'm accomplishing that not in like a conceited way but like I want to inspire like little Tyrese's little Tyrenas to like wear a dress I mean my name's Tyrese in heels like I want people to dress how they want to dress like be who they want to be yeah because I'm like even now it's like obviously I always say I always used to say I came out twice, like one because I thought, you know, I was a gay. I was going to ask you about yeah. that, you know, because I think you came out non-binary a bit later mm-hmm. on, but first you were, you know, gay. So I think when I actually first met you, you were, um, you a, know, like a gay boy. And like it's interesting because you found yourself much more as you were growing up. And how was it for you growing up in terms of like you know, school and? I think you've come such a long way. Like, I met you when you, when you were 19. 1918? 1918. And I remember you were, like, so shy at first, and then you just blossomed to this amazing person that you are. What was it like for you finding yourself on the journey and finding who you are as a person? I can always, always thank my mum, because my mum was the one that supported me no matter what. She saw, like... Like, for example, I have an older brother. He always used to, like, rush to, like, football stuff. Mm. I used to be, like... I want to play with brats and she never like she never shunned me she never felt me made me feel embarrassed like she caught me dressing up in her heels and she was like yes 12 for me I always remember that when I was like three years old like I feel like a mother's instinct just knows and like I'm so grateful that I wouldn't be here without her mm-hmm. and like on the flip side of that obviously a lot of people think that you know it's all rainbows and sunshine because that's how I portray myself but like the flip side of that might father if I want to call him that um was quite abusive and like he mm. he didn't accept me for who I was yeah. like my thing is don't have a child if you're not going to accept them fully of who they are yeah. and like I mean he wanted to send me away to gay conversion camp like yeah to fix me like she got divorced she got me out of there and like I feel like we are just so much more of a happier family not a lot of people know that because I have come from quite a lot of struggles and that's why 
the persona I want to put across is so positive and so light because mm. you can have a positive queer experience like especially in like the media we always see like the negative or like yeah or like when someone comes out they always get shunned like you always see like the bad, bad side sides. the bad side of the queer community or like there's like death or like abuse that is a reality but you can come out on the other side mm -hmm. much brighter and much happier and yeah. that's why on this journey because i always see my identity as a journey like even now i don't see i'm not stopped because obviously when you first met me, I was like a gay boy and now I'm non-binary queer. And that's not that's not the final destination because I'm still finding more yeah. and more amazing stuff about me. Like I'm only 20, 22, 23. I don't know. Yeah. I'm <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. My birthday's around the corner. You're 22. <laughs> okay, I'm 22. You've been adding that. <laughs> but like, I'm just so excited for the journey because mm -hmm. like the destination isn't what you want. You want the journey because the journey is so much more fun. Yeah, you know, the journey is who you, makes you as a person. And I think your journey is so special because, you know, you really have overcome so many obstacles. And I think that's what makes you a superhero and having your superpower. And that's why having you on here is so important because I feel like this subject's not really spoken about enough. And non-binary is, you know, not a lot of people still understand non-binary. And how important is it for people to understand non-binary? Like maybe if you could explain what the terms for non-binary and I feel like people still need to be educated on how important it is mm -hmm. you know to say they them mm -hmm. and how offensive it can be mm -hmm. if you say the wrong gender term mm -hmm. how important is it to you obviously it's very important and everyone who knows me probably <laughs> I mean I always talk about it but that's because obviously on my channel everyone sees it but like mm. in the greatest aspect of society it's not still valued as like yeah you know i i still can't get like a non-binary like passport i i all my passport still says male or like man yeah like he him so like for me obviously non-binary is different to each person i want to get that straight but like for me it's more of the fact that i don't fit under a specific female gender. or male yeah. yeah so it's like it's non-gender conforming i mean it's in the name and like Obviously, that's why I champion it so much. And mm -hmm. like most of my friends who follow me are probably sick to death, but I will literally chat about it until like we're as accepted as like Good. the he, him or the she, her. If someone who like identifies as cis, which is CIS, which is people who identify with the um, mm. gender they're born with. And it's like, I always, always push for it. And I feel like it's getting better, but yeah. it's not where it needs to be. And like, that's why it's so important that we do stuff like this, especially with, like, we, we always chat about, like, when we, when, when we blow up, like, not blow up, but, like, <laughs> but obviously, like, the, the more, the more fans we have, the more um, reach we get. The platform. The platform yeah. we have. I want to talk about it more, especially with, like, TikTok. Like, I remember last year when I literally had, like, nothing. I, hadn't, I didn't have really have a following. But, yeah. like, and the reason why I blew up was because I was being authentically myself. And I feel like, even to the great aspect of not just non-binary, but trans people and queer people. Mm -hmm. It's like allowing people to be authentically themselves. That's yeah. like my greater aim. Because obviously it started off like, oh my gosh, I can, you know, wear a dress. And obviously I look stunning. But it's like, actually, when I go deeper into it, there's a lot of stuff and policies and like yeah. people's minds that need to change. And sometimes like it's not necessarily done out of malice it's done out of our not understanding i want to educate yeah. i never want to be like for example if we're in a restaurant or like even like someone's friend accidentally calls me he or a guy i'm not one to be like 
don't call me this. Da, da, da. Yeah, you just I, correct. I like correct and be yeah. like, and usually it's like, oh, okay, sorry, move on. I'm never the one to jump to the jugular or mm -hmm. jump to attack mode. I'm always like, educate first, attack later. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I love it. It's crazy because I remember like the conversations me and you used to have together, you know, back in the old days when we used to live together and we'd always <laughs> be sat there like, we just want to do something so good in our yeah. lives and we want to use platforms and the fact that we've both got these amazing platforms now we we can use our voices and it's desire <laughs> let's just, let's just talk about this queen let's talk it's, about this queen that fell in the pool oh yeah it's desire so oh my days so, Ty also does drag and their drag is called it's desire go check her out on instagram because she is hot, so... <laughs> Get her on Love Island. <laughs> Bring her here now. Do a little... A quick change. <laughs> so, so, when did you start finding its desire and getting into drag? What got you into that? Oh, my God, the gag is, I feel like, like the first time I stepped out in full drag was probably like a year ago. I'm like a Halloween queen, boo. <laughs> <laughs> so it's like Desire's first birthday, like literally the other day. But like the reason why I wanted to get into it because mm. I wanted to really have like a hyper feminine extension of myself. Like when I mean, you've been in the presence of Desire, it's not like I put on a persona. I'm basically myself, but just like mm. dialed. I mean, I don't know how you can dial the notches on this anymore, but like just turned up and yeah. like it's just a hyper femme version of me and like really i'm so grateful that i really got into it and i do it with my two drag mothers and two of my like one of my best friends in manchester yeah. seven sins check her out like, i'm so grateful that we're all like the same like we're all kind of like the same person and like i think that's really important to have like in a community mm. to like to really like support you and have your like your backbone especially when it comes to exploration of like things especially when yeah. it comes to self-identity it's really good to like be in a safe space because obviously if I had like oh my god this sounds really deep if I had like a group of like like-minded people when I was like very young mm. I probably would have found myself faster because obviously I had to kind of do it myself because I felt you know chucked aside or I felt ostracized or I felt like people would laugh at me I never really dived into it that much yeah um but really desire is just really like as well, I wanted to be the personification of like lust and like sexuality. Okay. Because I feel like not that that was taken away from me, because that's very deep. But um, I felt like as a queer person, it's very like, you know, like we're seen as like dirt, hmm. gross, and I literally just wanted to be like everyone's fantasy. I mean. The gay boys love me, the straight boys love me, the girls love me, everyone loves me. Oh, yeah. I love you. So, I think, do you kind of see it as, like, your superhero kind of cape? Is that, like, yeah. when you turn into his desire, is it kind of, like, you feel so empowered? Yeah. Is that the feeling it gives you? It's almost like I am, well, desire is Tyrese, but, like, with a glorious, like, body armour on, because I'm, like, it's still got my personality, but, like, even this is gonna sound really like sad, but don't cry for me. But obviously, when you look at Tyrese, like vis or visually, or someone looks at Tyrese visually and Desire, Desire seems so much more intimidating because obviously I'm very like, I'm not a horrible person and I'm not like vicious. I'm very like, I want to be the sun. I want to be someone that lights up the room. I want to be the Joker. Yeah. Where if you look at Desire, you're like, whoa, we don't want to mess with her. That's the almost the reaction I want to have. Like while she's fierce as Desire and Tyrese, like are approachable. I almost like yeah. want desire to be non-approachable because it's like the way of being like 
F you to all the haters. Because mm-hmm. obviously we all have haters. Oh, tell me about it. We all have haters. They're not going to go away. <laughs> no, they're never going to go away. And I think the way you deal with it especially, I just love it. <laughs> like, what, so what Ty does on TikTok, <laughs> they'll take a comment and just the way you react to it, but being yourself still. <laughs> and I'm just like... We should never get hate mm-hmm. for who you are. But the way you've got to look at it is you've got to feel sorry for them. They're the ones behind the keyboards and, you know, as people will never stoop that low. Mm-hmm, and mm-hmm. if anything, we've got to turn it into a positive and focus on the positives, focus on the good and be ourselves. Yeah. All we're doing is being true to ourselves. Mm-hmm, and mm-hmm. It's, sometimes it's hard to people try and drag you down for that. I mean, does it affect you, like, honestly? Or is it kind of like some days it does, some days it doesn't? Or is it more you're kind of, like, quite hard shell that you can easily push it off i guess when i first started to gain traction on tiktok and instagram yeah. and stuff like that it did really affect me because obviously you kind of try and build like a safe space a safe community so everyone that follows you like they yeah. obviously just want them to just you know post love but especially with tiktok where sometimes it can go on the bad side of tiktok where it used to with me it really affected me because it'd be like I'm not even joking like hunt like it would blow up without any like hardly any likes but so many comments of just hate 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 and mm. that would really get to me but now I've realized that that's not on me, that's on them. Like whatever they're saying to me, it's just a reflection of their character and who they feel on the inside. Mm-hmm. So it's like, especially on TikTok, that's why I like taking these hateful comments and being like, almost like pretending to be sad and then transitioning into a glorious fit. Cause I'm like, well, you're still hateful over there. I'm still fabulous. So you're not affecting my day. And that's really with my content, especially I, I want to show people to be like, yeah. you know what? Even if you've got like a hundred followers or like a hundred thousand followers, like hate can affect us. Mm-hmm. Like still in the still same way, or it can't affect us. And it's just like what we choose to do with that. So like someone throws you a hate comment, do I hold this in yeah. or do I chuck it out? Yeah. And I tend to hold it and then check it out. Yeah. Hold it, get some good views. Yeah, just get it. <laughs> get some track- a ball. <laughs> and then chuck it. Yeah, just I'm like, throw it. I'm like, that's not me. If someone says, oh, you're ugly. I know I'm not ugly. Goodbye. <laughs> <laughs> or you're not slay. I know I'm slaying. Goodbye. <laughs> and I feel like that's, and it's easy, too fair, it's easier said than done. Yeah. Like, obviously, people people always just say, like, you don't listen to it, don't listen to it. People deal with it in different ways. Mm-hmm. And it's just, I hope everyone gets to that point where it's like, Actually. No, actually, no. Yeah. I know I'm comfortable myself. I know I'm love. I've, yeah, I've got people around me that love me. So really... Why does it matter? Why yeah. does it matter of this random follower with, like, two likes on a, a video? But no, it doesn't. Like, even, like, just fake profiles. Yeah. Like, genuinely, I think people, you know, if you ever deal with trolls or hating, I think, you know, always stay true to yourself mm-hmm. because... If you let it get to you, if you go looking for it, that's when you lose yourself. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. That's when you become a burden, right? So I think exactly like you said, you know, you go look at it as actually self-love. It's yeah. so important, mm-hmm. especially I think for me and you, what we deal with and growing up and obstacles in life. I think we have a lot of self-love for ourselves mm-hmm, and mm-hmm. we're surrounded by such amazing people. And I think it goes to show that you can really be who you really can be mm-hmm, mm-hmm, and What's the saying? Unapologetically yourself. Yeah, right? unapolog- being unapologetically yourself. Yeah. And I feel like that's another thing of like who we surround ourselves with because I feel like especially with our circles, it's really finding that safe space and like those mm. those people that love you for you, like love you for your flaws, won't nitpick at you because I feel like that's another thing where you could fall into not having the right people around you or yeah. like I feel like maybe when I was like younger, very I mean very younger, <laughs> like when I was 16, 17, I had like, 
I fell into the trap of thinking people were my friends and they weren't mm -hmm. really. They were like, I was just like, I don't know, the punching bag. Yeah. Um. So it's really important. I'm all about like having a community because like even with like coming out and stuff, I, I obviously it's like, you know, when it's like coming out there, woohoo. But I'm always like, do it when you're ready and when you feel like you're safe. You always hear these like dreaded stories of like being like shipped to conversion camps or like being beaten up or chucked on the street. And I feel like it's more important to have that safe community mm. to do that. When you first came out, how old were you? Uh, I think I was 12, 13, but my mum knew I was like, I knew my mum knew I was fab from like two, three years old. Wow. How did you feel? Like, were you nervous to kind of tell your mum? Like, what advice would you give to those that, you know, that are scared to come out to their parents? Like, what's the best advice you could give to them? I feel like it's, it's more of the fact to uh, believe in yourself mm. and have faith in yourself and have love for yourself. And I feel like, obviously, even though it was very young, I had this idea or I knew that I was different for a very long time and I was kind of trying to fight this feeling. Mm. And obviously with what society was telling me around me, I was like, you're wrong, dirty, gross. But then obviously my mum and especially with myself, like taught me self-love. Mm -hmm. And it's like loving myself to accept me for who I actually am mm -hmm. or who I'm meant to be rather than trying to fight against it. And I was probably unhappy for not a long time, but maybe a small fraction when I when it, when it clicked who I was, who I was supposed to be. I was like trying to fight it. No, I'm not. No, I'm not. Yeah. No, I'm not. And it was more of the fact that I wasn't nervous to tell my mum. I was more more nervous to accept it to myself. So I feel like when that clicked, I was like, oh, it was almost like a relief. It's yeah. always a relief. Even with all my queer, trans, non-binary friends, they always say it's such like a, a weight off the shoulders. Obviously, each experience is different to their own. So obviously, this is just, you know, advice. Everyone's situation is different. But like, yeah. I feel like there's so many young kids or like young queer people growing up and they're trying to fight who they're supposed to be because they think that it's the right thing to do when actually it's actually harming yourself more. Yeah, that's true, because you start going into a hole, I guess. Mm -hmm. If you, you know, trying to fight it, you're not accepting you for you, that's when you start hating yourself. Yeah. And that's when your self-love really deteriorates because you're not accepting you for who you really are. Like, it'd be, like I'm getting emotional. Yeah. Like, no, same, just... I'm, like, I'm just like looking into the microphone like, wow, like, if you, like it's really not, uh, it's just so like a lot. <laughs> Like, I feel like I, I not brush over, but sometimes I brush over my experiences. Cause mm. I'm like, no, I always look at, obviously I'm happy now. I'm winning now. I'm full of love now. But actually unpacking and looking back the chapters, it's actually all those dark times, all those dark chapters have really, you know, formed who I am now. Mm -hmm. And like, it's really gonna help me with my future. Cause I'm like, I wouldn't change anything in my past because obviously I wouldn't be here now. Yeah. And like a lot of that has shaped me into the person I am because I I'd rather have been very grown and experienced all that to know who I am because I feel like I'm a lot of people think I'm much older than I am, not because of my skin, but because obviously my mental the mm -hmm. way my mind works is very like, this is what I'm gonna do. I wanna have a successful career, blah blah. But that's because I've been told so many times you have to do this. You can't be this. Yeah. You have to follow the grain. But I've always like, 
I want to work against the grain. I want to write my own story. I don't want to write the story that society seems fit for me. Yeah. Personally, I don't want to have a wife and three kids and like a dog. Yeah. I mean, I want a dog, but. um... Yeah, I'm definitely getting a dog. (laughs) (laughs) But I think that's so inspirational. It's so true that, you know, you don't, it's your own life and how you want to live it is up to you and who you want to be is up to you. No one else should tell you any different. Mm -hmm. And I think that's so powerful because that's what it's really really you know life should be about mm-hmm. and you're so right for like the stigma around like you have to get married have to have kids all of these kind of things like even me i'm like i don't really massively fussed to even have kids mm-hmm. like i just think it's just amazing that hearing your story in the dark times like that's there for a reason you overcome them to become stronger you have obstacles in life to become stronger and you've come out the other side like flourishing and that's why like to me you're you're flipping superhero like that's your superpower because you're using your platform for the greater good you're using your platform to help those little like you said little Tyrese's that are looking up and thinking wow I can be that yeah I can do that when I'm older because obviously especially with you said looking like little Tyrese is looking up I didn't really have anyone like, everyone always asked me who's your icon who do you look up to I'm like I didn't have someone to look up to mm-hmm. like there was no one like me in media and if even if it was someone who was like in like a TV program or media it's usually there are some gay man being chucked out or like I don't know a queer person being killed and I'm like that's not really yeah. that's not really that's and then that's going into my head I'm like wait is this all I'm gonna be when I'm older because yeah. obviously that's all that the media is projecting that's why, even when we said when we was in Lane, I was like, I want to be that role model for everyone because I'm like, there's no one like, there's hardly anyone like me that's doing what I do and like looks like me. Obviously, it's getting better now because obviously, you know, with queer representation and trans representation with actresses, actors, mm-hmm. and all that. But I still want to do that because like, that's what I wanted when I was growing up. So I was like, it's almost like becoming a full circle moment. Yeah. Of like looking back, I was like, oh wow. If I was like looking at Tyrese, I'm like, hang in there. Like, I would be hanging there. Yeah. You've got a great life ahead of you. Because I'm like, every Disney princess has like some dark childhood. So. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. And you are, you are a princess. Like, you're, <laughs> you're just amazing. And I just, I talk about you pretty much every day to anyone that I speak to. And I just think you coming on, I just really wanted to shine light on, you know, the subject like non binary and, doing drag and finding yourself and accepting who you are and self-love I think all those things are really important for anybody also I just need to say I need to bring up this your recent job with Virgin (laughs) oh my gosh I forgot about that (laughs) I had to talk about this (laughs) because I think this was so amazing because the fact that Virgin Atlantic had done something like the non-binary name you know the Mm -hmm. name stamps and I think that's just perfect moving that right direction like how did that feel for you to be booked on a job like that okay first of all it felt amazing because i remember when i was like four years old watching you know those like iconic like virgin atlantic like walk scenes with all the ladies in the red outfits i'm like i want to be one of those so it's like a full circle moment but being on that shoot being surrounded by so many like-minded people and Mm. like like I even went up to, I think the producer, I was like, you do realise this This is like big because A, it's not during Pride Month. So it actually shows that you've listened to, yeah. you've listened to the people who work for your company because it actually ignited because uh, the work, like three workers were like, this needs to change. And it's the fact that Virgin Atlantic listened to them yeah. and like changed the policy, like even the introduction of pronoun name tags for customers and for the staff. It's, I think I said this on the shoot. I said, it's not, 
the fact of taking anything from anyone. It's bringing a chair for everyone to sit out of the table. And it's like making sure everyone's included. Obviously, you don't need to, you know, mm. wear them because you're not, not forcing you. But it's the fact that, oh, there's, there's another option where someone could feel safe, secure, seen. Yeah. Because, like, I'd love if I was little and I saw, oh, I can show how I identify. Because, obviously, I said before, there's no specific way of being non-binary. But the way I look is very male presenting. Like, mm -hmm. and I don't try to be because I'm like, there's not one way another especially when i'm like another persona which we will talk about later mm. um but like it's the fact that i'll have written on me who i am yeah and it's not like outing anyone but like i feel like virgin Atlantic sees me mm -hmm. and like every, even on the shoot like behind the scenes like everyone from the makeup artist to the director to the crew everyone was so inclusive yeah so that felt like amazing i felt like it was a step in the right direction in the terms of like the work environment because i feel like yeah. when it comes to work clothing that they give you it's very like here's the male uniform here's, here's the female, female uniform. yeah and obviously there was like you saw some of the comments which i replied mm. to obviously they're not all good but like that doesn't mean that it's not an amazing thing yeah obviously you're gonna have people that want to hate on this that will not yeah. change that will be like at first we'll be like Ugh, what is that but actually is it really affecting you or is it just you know bringing light to people who want to be themselves. It's so like inspirational because I've been friends with you for so long. You've taught me so much and really, really, like I look up to you massively. Don't actually, we'll get emotional. <laughs> Don't I'm know not, where to look. We are not going to cry. <laughs> we are not going to cry on here. Um, and I think things on TikTok, the way you are on TikTok, the way you just really are your authentic self on Instagram and the way you really portray yourself and show to people like you can be yourself no matter what gender. And I think that's what's so amazing because I've met people and they sometimes be like, well, if they're born male, like they should be male. I'm like, no, but it's not about that. It's about what you feel inside. Mm -hmm. It's about what makes you happy. And just because you're born a certain way and put a label on it doesn't mean you have to be that mm -hmm, way. Mm -hmm. And that's why I adore you so much because you're breaking those boundaries and being like, actually, no, I'm proud to be non-binary. I'm proud to be me mm -hmm, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. and that's what's so great about you and people listen to this i really hope that you really do listen and take really educate yourselves on this because it's such an important subject that it's still a long way to go mm -hmm. we'll get babe steps you know mm -hmm, mm -hmm. what's the best advice you can give to someone with a superpower when i say superpowers i don't necessarily mean physical superpowers i mean anybody that's gone through something so hard or they're shy and they're scared to embrace their superpower or who they are what advice would you give to them in life this doesn't sound so weird but it works in my head like anyone with superpower it's just like hanging there like hang in there because i'm like if i was looking at little tyrese and like he's struggling or like she's struggling or they're struggling i'd be like just hanging there because like everyone says like time's a healer and like you learn over time mm -hmm. like you go through so much stuff so many experiences like the tyrese i was like a year ago two five years ago is not the person i am today yeah and like i feel like it won't fix overnight it may fix in a week it might not fix in a month but you will get to a place where you love yourself yeah so like just hang in there I love that. Oh. I really, honestly, I'm so mes mesmerized. I think that is so beautiful because, like me especially, 
it's so true. I look back and I, I would say the exact same. I say, Tash, just wait, like your time's coming. Mm-hmm. And I think those people that, you know, if you're struggling in life right now, it's true, like hang in there and work hard, get over those obstacles. And honestly, life in a few years, or it could be next week or on a day, you will get better day by day. Mm-hmm. And this is another kind of like question as well. I think, what is your kind of like escape? Like if you're struggling, if you're stressed, or if you just need to kind of just have time to yourself. I think for me, it's music. Like, mm-hmm. music's my therapy. Like, I honestly, when I feel a bit stressed or upset, whack on my headphones, I blast out, like, Britney Spears or Lady Gaga. Oh, or some, like, 2000... 2000 <laughs> 2000s. Yeah, 2000-year, <laughs> I'm, like, blasting it. I'm, like, <laughs> dancing in my living room in the bedroom. So what is it for you that's, like, your escape? Oh, probably fashion. And probably, like... Mm just trying on clothes and like because my thing is clothes really do are like a um representation of how i'm feeling yeah like an armor yeah and like it whenever i'm feeling like a certain type of way i literally just go up to my drag drobe like chuck all my dresses down into the living room like i'm just gonna wear all these and like i'm just gonna like pop on some music i'm just gonna runway and like i feel like when i do this it's such like a a release of all the either from anger or stress because I'm like okay th- it almost like reminds me of who I am I'm like no this is me because mm-hmm. obviously when usually when I'm stressed or having like a crappy day nothing wrong with joggers and like a jumper I'm usually in like my slobs yeah and I'm like actually no I need to get out of this headspace yeah like this isn't me this this like dark cloud over my sun isn't me I need to like snap out of it so yeah. I'm always like that's why I love having like like my drag as well because that really does like if Tyrese isn't feeling so good and like I would just like get into drag because like not that it's like masking my sad Tyrese state but it really like bumps Tyrese up yeah. obviously there's always that misconception or it does happen where people look after their drag persona not the, themselves yeah but like my drag really does like support Tyrese and Tyrese does support desire because obviously I don't see them as a caricature of each other. I just see them, they're both me. Yeah, they're like, both who you, like, yeah. the two parts of you. Yeah, exactly. It's almost like if you split me down the middle, half would be slight desire, half would be activist Tyrese. <laughs> <laughs> I love that. absolutely love that. <laughs> and i got to say, everyone, Ty, like, honestly, brings out the most amazing looks. Oh, I do. Like, you actually do. Like, even I'm, like... Gagging. I need that I... dress. <laughs> I was like the black dress. Remember what Wolf Madam Two Swords? I was on the steps and it was massive. Oh, yeah. oh, gorgeous. That was gorgeous. That was go- you, you, that's something you'd wear. That's something you'd wear. Yeah, empty like, ways. Okay, I'm borrowing it then. <laughs> so I remember the, um, when we used to live together, I actually tried on a pair of Ty's heels. Oh my gosh, that's iconic in the backyard. <laughs> Those pleasers. They were honestly so high, <laughs> I couldn't even walk in them. And I was like, Ty, and Ty like dances in them jumps in the air, does splits <laughs> on the floor. And I'm not sure if any of you saw the fire video of its desire in Ibiza. Do you want to tell us a little bit about that one? Because I feel like it's funny. Oh, I mean, of course everyone finds it funny. Obviously, I was, you know, performing <laughs> in Ibiza, you know, living my life. It was to um, Demi Lovato, uh, cool for the summer. And I did like a fake, like I did like a fake out because I was never even going to go in the pool. I was just going to be like, ha ha, I'm not going to go in the pool. I kid you not. Someone had different plans for me because my heel slipped, and I just, I don't, what did I do? I like teddy barrel yeah. roll. Everyone's like, it was so majestic. Surely that was planned. I was like, no, I fell hard. 
and fast into her. Actually, no, it didn't feel fast. It was like slow motion. The way I felt was like, gum, gum, gum. Yeah. And it was on, the, it was literally on the lyrics, take me down. That's why everyone thought it was like, I was like, no, my head. And then obviously, I, <laughs> and then literally when I was underneath the water, it felt like I was there for five hours. I was like, crap, 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 crap. What do I do? What do I do? I was like, no, I have to carry on. The music's still playing. And then I got out, I was like, <laughs> sunglasses still on, hair still on, obviously looking like a drowned rat. But I was like, let me just start performing in the pool and walk over to the stair. <laughs> I remember when I saw that video, I literally had tears in my eyes. I can't believe it went everywhere so fast. I know, but it's still circulating. I'm like, mm, okay, still circulate. <laughs> I still can't believe it happened. It's the most funny thing that it would happen to me. Of course it would happen to me. Yeah, I mean, just the way you just, like, you, you were in the pool, but you came out like, actually, you know what? You still killed it. You still slayed it. You're like, you know what, whatever, it's fine, it happened. You still came out like... I was like, like... you know what, that was, you know, I was like, that wasn't supposed to happen. But DJ, this music's still playing, let's go. Cool for the summer. Take me down. Oh, my days. Yeah, if anyone's... Where's it? On TikTok and your Instagram, isn't it? It's everywhere, yeah. On my Instagram, yeah, it's, it's on TikTok. Just typing queen falling in a pool. <laughs> Is that com- what people say? No, that's what people say. <laughs> I beat up Paul falling video or something. Okay, there you go, everyone. You need to go see it because trust me, it is jokes. So, tell me, what is your future goals? Like, what is your like dream next? Oh. You've achieved so much already. I'm literally like, you're 22. You've achieved so much, and I'm so proud of you. Oh, thank you, stop it. And I'm like, proud of you too. So. <laughs> <laughs> so what's That's been nice? I know, but I get emotional. <laughs> Um, so yeah, what's next for you, Ty? Oh, Tell me. I feel like oh, I'm always like world domination because like, but world dull emotion. Um, hmm. But like, I feel like I just want to continue spreading my, not even my message because it's like not even my message to spread. I just want to show more and more people, not even my story, but like, inexpe- like how do I say it? Kind of just like raising awareness kind yeah, of stuff. Yeah, because I'm like, I'm not going to stop fighting until it's, the norm where like people don't have to feel like they have to hide themselves because obviously there are those people who always who always tell me or message me or reply to me even though they follow me like you talk about this a lot I'm like I talk about it a lot Mm. and every day and every other post it's like a deeper meaning because it is for me like my experience I'm like I still can't feel fully accepted by you know the government like I like, obviously can't say stuff, but there's like some major stuff happening in the back with like lobbying like the government and stuff mm. and like the policies, like, cause there's, okay, us like influencers, activists, like we're talking about it to our followers and supporters, but like the real people's minds we have to change the people who are not supporting us, who are against us. And like, there's mm-hmm. all these government policies who like, who are like against like my whole existence. Yeah. So like my thing is, I just want to create a world <laughs> This is very deep. A world where every little Tyrese and Tyrone can just be their true self. Because I'm like, I just want everyone, I'm getting really passionate now, because I'm using my hands. I just want everyone to feel as beautiful as I do, as someone who feels fully accepted, if that makes sense. Like, I don't want anyone to feel like they're not worthy of like, it's not really, but not worthy of living. Like, I want everyone to feel like they can go through life and just, you know, live, their truth and like 
Whoa, that was so deep. Yeah, I know. Sorry, I was, even I was, I'm like, I was getting so, but I'm like, I'm getting really sweaty now because I'm like, you're passionate it, about it's it. It's so passionate because yeah. it really infuriates me because I'm like, people always. That's obviously you just have the question, but like when people like off the street or the internet ask me why do you why, why? I'm like, I could give you a whole list. Mm-hmm. I could give you a book. I could oh, give you yeah. several. I could give you many handles. Yeah. Why we still need to do this? Mm-hmm. I'm just like. <laughs> No, you feel always staring at me like this. No, because I'm just... open. <laughs> <laughs> no, because I think exactly what you said there. It's more about the fact that you want to use your platform to actually change mm-hmm. and really try and change people's opinions. And you know, it's hard. So I think people are still so traditional in their ways mm-hmm. of how gender should be and all these kind of things are not really opening up their minds mm-hmm, and being mm-hmm. open-minded. And it should be taught in schools, mm-hmm. you know, really, especially non-binary. That definitely should, you know. Yeah, and even like kind of non-binary and like trans and like queer yeah, and like everything, all, like LGBTQ plus AI and like, why is it just like the heteronormative lifestyle? That's my thing. Obviously, slay for those heteronormative people, but like we need to we need to factor in that the world isn't just made up of one specific type of person. Yeah, we've got a whole diverse in like we need to be inclusive like through and through from like birth till thingy yeah. and like this is oh, I'm actually going off a tangent a bit but you know there was like that massive viral moment where people were like fuming at like little kids being talked about like gay trans yes. yeah. but I was like but they'd still be happy to be like to a baby oh he's gonna be a lady killer but you're like you're still like being like sexualizing the child but mm-hmm. like they can't learn about what LGBT plus is or yeah. like queer is but like I'd rather this with these people, I'd rather them just say it with their chest and say they're homophobic or transphobic rather than disguising it and being like, they're Actually, too young. Get, yeah, yeah. Get defense. Yeah, it's so true. And I think to be taught at a young age is so important mm-hmm. because then they can enter, be open minded, they can enter this world of actually everyone can be included yeah. and everyone is included, mm-hmm. you know, all the communities. You know, deaf community, LGBTQ, you know, trans, everyone, you know, drags. I think that's what is so important because I feel like people are still really just like, I don't know what it is. I just been people You're really stuck in the ways. Ignorance. Yeah. yeah. And it's the naivety because I'm like, oh, I don't mind educating, but there's a limit where I'm like, all the sources are here, but you choose to ignore them. <laughs> You've got all like the educational things that mm-hmm. I give you, but then you still like don't get it because you choose not to. Because yeah. I'm like, there is a point where me wanting to educate stops. Because obviously, I'm not going to educate someone who doesn't want to be educated. Yeah, that's on them. I'm not going to like waste my energy. Exactly. Like I, I even said to someone the other day who just messaged like, I don't get why don't you just fully transition if you want to be a woman? And then I I just thought randomly, let me just you know school this woman hmm. i was like no and this da, 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 da. i was like oh okay we don't i've never heard of that i was like okay slay right i was like right but because i'm like it's almost yeah. like people sh- are shutting their minds off which i find is baffling especially where we are now mm-hmm. in society i'm like we've got so much representation actors media music oh, yeah like influencers like round tv stars i'm like the world is made up of a cocktail of people. Yeah. It's not, I don't know, soda water. Yeah, it's very true. You know, the world is so many different individuals and it's crazy because if you think about it, we're all human, we all have bones. Mm-hmm. And what's the difference, really? Like, we all should be, we're all the same. Obviously, I could be individualities, mm-hmm. but 
that doesn't mean that, you know, you can shame on someone because of the way they are. Mm -hmm. And I think it's just crazy how people can really, you know, not just be open-minded and just open their minds mm -hmm. because they're kind of stuck in the old way of how the world mm -hmm. is, but the world's massively changing. Like, look at TV representation now. Look at, you know, Drag Race mm -hmm. and all these amazing platforms. And I think it's it's great because it's like, this is how it should be. Yeah. Like, we should be showing ourselves and showing who we really mm -hmm, are. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. And exactly that's why we're all superheroes. Period. <laughs> and I'm always like, I mean, we've said like a lot, like, you should be authentically self. And I'm always like, as long as you lead with love and not hate, mm -hmm. be the who the hell you want to be. Like, because obviously I just realised, because I always say, you know, be who you want to be. That doesn't give you the right to be hateful. Because obviously I'm not excluding the fact, like, I mean, I could be a hateful person, like someone who's non-binary could be hateful, someone who's, mm -hmm. you know, hard of hearing could be hateful. But it's saying as like a whole, like, you can be whoever you want to be in this world. Just choose, like, the right, like, be the right person. Like, and... I always try and act the way that to people how I want them to be acted towards me. Mm -hmm. So like, I feel like this is like another reason why I'm like such like a ball of joy because I'm like, I want people to bounce off my light. Yeah, that sounds really like conceited again, but like, obviously you even say like I'm like such like a sun, like I'm such like a disco ball, and like when I'm down, I'm down. Yeah, yeah, I can't be. I'm exactly the same. Like one day I could be so so positive, and another day I could be very like. <sighs> Yeah. But it's like, we're human though. We yeah. are going to have those days of like... Uh, and it's almost like, and don't you find that more time than not people like, why, like, it's almost like it's it's hurting them that we're down. Yeah. They're like, oh, why, are you, why are you sad? I was like, usually you're happy. I'm like, I'm I, I'm not happy 24-7. Maybe 23-7. Yeah. But like that one, <laughs> that one hour, I need some time to recharge. I love it. You know, I love what you just said, like, leave with love, not hate. Mm -hmm. I think that's one of the... I love that quote because it's so true, you know? And, oh, my gosh, who said it? It was me. Yes. Ty, Tyree's <laughs> nigh said it. And it's so true, you know. A bit of kindness goes such a long way. Mm -hmm. And, you know, people that have listened to this episode, I really hope that this has taught you something new. And I hope that if you are going through something similar, like Thai experience when you're younger, I really hope that you can take inspiration from, you know, the amazing Thai. And it goes to show that you can really achieve the most amazing things in life. And if you really be who you are, self-love. Mm -hmm. This has been amazing. Ooh, it has been amazing. Like, I just want to, I just want to, like, inspire people. Like, you can really turn it around. Like, just because, like, you're having, like, a bad day or, like, you're stuck in a bad situation doesn't mean you have a bad life. Like, exactly. I feel like you can always... I don't know, like I said, just hang in there and turn it around. Just because you're in a, a shitty situation doesn't mean you're going to have like a, a shitty life. I feel like when you're in a bad situation, you can really overthink and think, mm -hmm. oh my God, my life's going down the drain or all these many things. But it always comes back around, you know, life's like this. Mm -hmm. It's a roller coaster, baby. It's never going to be plain sailing. And every person has a different roller coaster in life. It's about how you overcome them. And I always look at these, like, these bad situations like... I know that we always say this, like, <laughs> what doesn't kill you make you stronger? And, like, stuff yeah. like that, like, it's just going to make you, like, okay, that was a lesson learned, next chapter. Like, almost like, mm -hmm. that's what I always think, like, I don't want to harbour on these negative things. Like, they're there, they're a memory, they're in the back of my mind because, you know, it's an experience and I've learned from it. But, like, okay, I've read that. It's almost like reading a book. I've read that chapter. I remember it, but yeah. I'm gone to the next stage of my life. Yeah. It's, What's that's, next? That's exactly how I see it as well. That's genuinely, for example, like Love Island. Okay, that chapter's done. I'm on to the next thing mm -hmm. now. And it's so true. I think if you look at it that way, 
you can look back and think I had such an amazing life, mm -hmm. but you were also continuing pursuing mm -hmm. a whole new future. Yeah. So like it's almost like oh, we're gonna have goosebumps because it's like with your past. You know what's happened to you. Well, your future, you don't know what's going to happen. Mm -hmm. Like, you don't know what amazing things are going to come your way, opportunities. Yeah. And I feel like that, I feel like the people who are listening at home, really, if they really, I'm getting goosebumps because I'm like, okay, I know some bad stuff's happened, okay stuff, but like, wait, what can I do in the present that could affect my future? Because like the past, the past isn't going to have that much weight mm -hmm. on your future. I cut those anchors. I, I was like, boom, 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 boom. Okay, they're there. They've got my name tag on it, but they're not going to hold me back anymore. Absolutely. 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 <laughs> preacher. Say it loud to people in the back. <laughs> I should be a preacher, huh? <laughs> Take me to church. <laughs> Love it. So, you know, this has been the most amazing episode. I've loved having you on. I'm so happy that you came. And, and I really hope people take a lot of inspiration from this and... You know, I've told you what I think your superpower is, but I want you to tell me, what do you think your superpower is? Um, <laughs> well, um, my superpower would be being proudly and unapologetically non-binary and queer and like really inspiring like the queer youth that they can have a life that is a positive queer experience. Mm. And yeah, I just want to be really myself 100% of the time and I feel like I am myself probably 200% of the time <laughs> no I think that that is beautiful thank you for sharing that and you know thank you so much for coming I've really loved having you here thank you for having me of course <laughs> thank you for listening and we hope you enjoyed and took something useful from this episode don't forget to follow Superpowers with Tasha on your favourite podcast platform and together, let's make our world a more inclusive and accepting place. See you next time.